This is the WFG National Title Insider Report, featuring industry experts, thought leadership, and what's trending to keep you informed and ahead of the market. In this week's episode, Executive Vice President for Agency Development, Chuck Kane offers his insight on creating a winning culture in your company. Hey, Chuck, thanks for joining us. What's the value of developing a culture for your business? Well, Brian, uh, thanks for this morning. And, and it's extremely important to develop a culture for your business. There's a famous quote that gets kicked around a lot. Uh, it's a quote actually from Roy Disney, Walt Disney's brother, who was actually the man who took the Disney studios from being a small cartoon manufacturer to being the Disney empire that we know today. But his famous quote is, it's not hard to make decisions when you know what your values are. And that's very much the case. And businesses and title agencies that we work with who have developed and have uh, enunciated their culture, not just to their customers, but also to their staff, to their vendors, they find it much easier actually to run their business because everything flows from the culture. And uh, when you do this, it's extremely uh, useful also in regard to your personnel and retention of personnel, which is a big problem in our industry today. We've talked about it elsewhere as far as retaining quality people and recruiting quality people, because part of any culture needs to be, and it's the old phrase, power to the people. It's something that needs to be participatory with your staff. And by doing so, People feel that they are part of something. It's not just that they work at ABC Title and, gee, we're just here until we get a better raise somewhere else. It's that they are part of something where they have some input and some control over their lives and uh, where they are able to participate in the ongoing move forward of the business. Because if people feel that they are part of that and are actually able to contribute to that. That is how you develop and maintain solid staff and high customer satisfaction because uh, everyone feels that they are part of something and not just working someplace for the time being. Hey, Chuck, once you've identified what the culture should be, how do you implement that? And, you know, we've seen several examples of this where it goes well, but there's a lot of cases where it doesn't. How do you make it work? Well, I think that with implementing your culture, it is the same really as almost anything in your business. It's only a little different spin using some of the same tools. And, and there, the important thing is to have a system and an organization to your culture. The Canadian designer uh, Bruce Malwin said that organization is equal to liberty. You can do what you like if you can come in on budget to do it. And when you have a system, then everyone knows what the system is, how the system works within your culture. And talent will exploit the system. You'll be able to see who your better people are because they will find the ways to make the system work for them. And there's the old uh, book about uh, the disciplines of execution, and it applies very much uh, in regard to, to one's culture. The sort of four principles are that the battles you choose must win the war. And so part of your culture must be you have to develop what your priorities are and decide to focus on those priorities to move forward and not get bogged down in minutia. 
whenever you are developing a culture, it has to be clear and explicit what the values of your corporate culture are. Uh, you also need to act on the lead measures and the and not just the lag measures. And so, you know, what does that mean? Well, the old analogy is that measuring your weight is a lag measure, but deciding what you're going to eat is a lead measure. This is uh, very important when you're uh, developing your culture through your business because everyone has to look at to what is it we're going to do in the future. Yes, you need to know what's gone on in the past, whether it's yesterday or last month or last year. But the important thing is what sort of measurements are you going to have moving forward to demonstrate to your staff that you are moving forward with your business and that the culture is helping develop that. You need to have a compelling scoreboard and you need to share that with people. They need to be able to understand and be able to readily see that, yes, we are moving forward. We are progressing, whether it's in terms of market share, number of customers, high levels of customer satisfaction, which is actually measured as versus just anecdotal. And whatever sort of scoreboard you have, it has to be something that's simple for people to understand. The old adage is, is if it takes more than five seconds to understand what's going on, it's too complex. And so it needs to be something that people can readily look at and see that, yes, we are all rowing the boat forward together. And you also have to create a culture of accountability. And that accountability is not just for the employees, but it's also for management. Management has to assume responsibility for implementing the culture and sticking to it. And one has to do it with a sense of justice, uh, a word we don't throw around a lot in business. But when it comes to management of personnel, and when it comes to personnel feeling that they are part of a culture, that implementation of justice, you can't have sacred cows in any type of business. Everything has to be laid out and clear within the terms of the culture and let the culture make your decisions for you. That's a great point. Chuck, you're talking internally here. I'm curious, you're great to have an awesome culture. How do you leverage that though and, and use it uh, externally to grow your business? Well, I think that uh, the first thing one needs to do is to be able to enunciate what is the culture of your business. And uh, and once you do that, and it may be, it may be a sentence or two, it may be a paragraph, but whatever it is, put it on your website and it right out there up front. So every consumer, every business, every vendor that you work with knows exactly who you are, how you operate. And again, sticking to that culture, people will come to rely on you because your culture they know drives your business. And you know, there are very easy things, obviously, in, in uh, the business world. Well, we're about customer satisfaction. No kidding. Well, how do you do it? And enunciating your culture, that is something that resonates with customers. And whether they are 17 or 70, it doesn't make a difference. It cuts across generations that if they believe that this is your culture, they will come to you because they know they'll be treated fairly, they'll know that they'll get uh, good service, and that uh, they will send more business over because they know that what happened yesterday is what's going to happen tomorrow and every other day in terms of 
the nature of the relationship they have with your company. So one of the, again, one of the important things to my mind is that when you establish what your culture is, you need to have it right out there on your website. You need to have it demonstrable to the marketplace so that people understand who you are and what you stand for and how you operate your business. And I'm stating the obvious, but if you're taking care of your people and they're happy, then, hey, you're probably going to take care of your customers too, right? Absolutely. It comes back to uh, uh, treating people the way you want to be treated, and uh, whether it's your own staff or it is uh, the uh, customer. It's the same thing. That's where you win. That's where you win in the first round because uh, you treat people the way you want to be treated, and they feel that way, and they understand, again, when they see what your culture is, whether they read it on your website or simply experience it, they know that every time they call, that's how they're going to be treated. I ran a very successful agency in the in Southwest Ohio for a number of years, and we dealt with all of the largest real estate agents in the marketplace. And the reason we did, because I heard it over and over again, was that they knew exactly how they would be treated. They knew exactly what our values were, and they were dealt with honestly. And it's pretty simple, but it's not always easy to do. But when you establish what your culture is, then you've got that signpost right out there for your staff and the world to see about who you are and what you do and how you do it. Great stuff, as always, Chuck. While I have you, you crisscross the country as EVP of agency development. Maybe give us kind of a read on, uh, I know all real estate is local, hate to use that cliche, but uh, maybe give us a read and take the temperature on uh, the real estate market across the country. Well, uh, you're right. All real estate is local. We have some marketplaces that continue to uh, move right along, others that are uh, starting to see some slowdowns, uh, Southern California, in part because of uh, the higher prices. We see the prices coming down. Also, too, because of the changes in uh, taxes. We've seen some catch-up in regard to uh, the impact of the changes of the tax bill in regard to the deductibility of real estate taxes. And we see it, again, in marketplaces. We see people who are, for example, moving out of the uh, suburbs on the south side of Chicago and southeast side of Chicago to Indiana because it's just cheaper to live with the same size house. We see people moving out into uh, Westchester County but out of uh, the established uh, suburbs, potentially into the county, because, again, it's cheaper. So we see some of that. But we should certainly see a strong real estate market here, by and large, through the end of the year. We see some refinancing here and there. The MBA just recently uh, uh, discussed the fact that the sort of refinance booms that we have seen in uh, the last few years and have been used to probably aren't going to happen the same way that we have seen them. There will be, for lack of a better term, sort of boomlets that will come in three and four week uh, sessions. But it's important for title agents to be aware of what their marketplace is because, um, again, we see a lot of uh, areas, for example, in Texas, Louisiana, New Mexico, where I just was last week, oil and gas is doing very well. And those areas where oil and gas are the basis of the economy, they are having boom years. 
quite often in some of those marketplaces. But again, in New Mexico, other counties where there's not so much oil and gas, things are kind of static. So it is very highly localized. But overall, we should have a pretty good year because interest rates should be moderate. We should not see any significant increases in interest rates. Business is good. The consumer confidence is pretty good. So it should be a pretty decent year through uh, the end of uh, 2019. And then we will see what next year brings because it's an election year and election years are always exciting. Thanks to Chuck Kane, WFG's Executive VP for Agency Development, with tips to create a winning culture in your company. And thank you for partnering with WFG. To learn more about our unique process, systems, and technology, visit WFGAgent.com.